0: anniversary it's been technically properly 365 days or actually a little bit more than that since Haunts up episode zero was released which was on december 15 2018 and now it's been more than 365 days later and we're still doing this wow. congratulations
1: horns up, horns up. Horns up yeah. and congratulations. I, I, I think this is like one of the longest things i've done after my blogging so <laughs> Yeah, props to both of us for keeping this going. Yeah,
0: and actually, yeah. And it's something that Touchwood, we're still enjoying. We haven't yet had uh,
1: differences of opinion when it comes to our artistic 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 freedom, (laughs) (laughs) etc. Yeah, it's been a great thing, man. I mean, uh, I still remember us first discussing it, meeting below my office. And surprise, surprise, it was at a Starbucks. (laughs) But discussing how we're going to do it and... Yeah, we just yeah, dove it, head first yeah, into exactly. it, Yeah, right? exactly.
0: Yeah, we just dove head first into it. And um, that has led us to now what is christened as our annual <laughs> list or our annual Honsa picks.
1: Yeah, I mean, one <laughs> the, the cool thing for me growing up listening to metal has always been like checking out uh, at the end of the year lists. And yeah, yeah. Because Christmas was always a holiday, I would devote Christmas morning um,
0: over the last four to five years to essentially going through all of these lists and just checking out all the music that I've missed and then spending almost the entire day or the next two or three days checking out these lovely bands who have surprisingly made
1: other people's lists but I had not even heard of. Yeah, dude, I remember... being very old school and buying sometimes the magazines and going through them. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
1: Yeah. Because access being such an issue, it's like, okay, I'll have to save up now to get this album because this guy listened to it. And, and it, he, like it was in the
0: list. list exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. And now um, I think about it. You, you just make a Spotify playlist <laughs> or Apple music playlist and there it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. But th- th- that's what's weird. I still can't seem to rely purely on data because... Sometimes data doesn't paint the picture that you want to paint.
1: And I think one thing also that has happened personally to me over the years is I've kind of distinguished or kind of created that own thought process of mine. So I know, for example, if there's a particular writer, and now considering there are a handful of writers, I'll know that, okay, if this writer recommends something or this publication recommends something, sure shot, I'll like it. Exactly, but then sometimes yeah. I'm completely going to disagree. I mean, <laughs> our list will clearly our list,
0: Yeah, our list will hopefully bring out the best of us because they are supposed to be our best albums
1: yeah, and of that the year. That, that, that's what I want to like put out a disclaimer in there is uh, we've, we've discussed this. We've discussed <laughs> this
0: and yeah, I, I, I know where you're getting at. Of course, this is a subjective list, list and that's because it's... A list that is a uh, product of the current time that we are looking at it. It may be that uh, the five albums will change tomorrow, will change maybe an hour later. Yeah, and, and that's, and just that's pure, absolutely
1: fine. That's purely just because we have only that many hours in a day to actually listen to music. Exactly. And now yeah. the music I've spent that much time listening to is purely out of just my subjective taste and what I'm... F- feeling sometimes the mood like we've discussed in absolutely the past. and I must give credit to where it's
0: due um, I think the podcast or haunts Up and you and essentially what we've been doing around this space has made me fall uh, back in love with the genre as such because I've noticed that this year after so many years I actually found it really tough to pick a best vibe, and that's not because I was being really elitist or snobby or anything of that sort about it it's because <laughs> this year after a long gap I've actually heard that much more music and, and, and a lot of music appealed to me and I eagerly wanted to listen to it right you're not just doing um, a machine kind of a job you're just you know listening to new music because you have to listen to it you're actually listening to it because you want to listen to it which made it really tough i kid you not when I, when i started when we started doing this exercise right where for this week i started maybe a couple of days back my first whittle down list of contenders included 38 albums wow <laughs> and it took me literally two and a half days to whittle that 38 down to a list of 5 <laughs> and now and you made
1: me do rankings so you can imagine how much harder it was for
0: me oh yeah yeah the <laughs> other thing that we've done this year definitely is because yeah is 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 just rankings because it just makes it a more exciting thing to listen to or to consume for other people it becomes a game <laughs> we're not uh, being safe we are actually sticking our necks out there oh yeah <laughs> yeah
1: i'm just taking a look at my list <laughs> <laughs>
0: so um i started off with 38 as contenders of sorts
1: how many did you have, contenders of sorts? So, my go-to thing is Last.fm. Last uh. La, yeah, Last.fm. I'm still old school that way because I have it linked to everything else. So, I just took a quick look at that and I said, okay, just clicked on the last year most listened to. Mm. And I was surprised because a lot of music I've been listening to has been like not... ...purposely reaching out for, it's just uh-huh. that what's available, what I'm in the mood for and all. And I was like, wow, <laughs> I listened to this album so much. So
0: much, yeah. Was I there anything that really like sprung to your surprise? Like if you go by, and this is... I didn't want to start off with this, but... Uh, the data point, I did that Apple Music thing and all of that too. Oh, you finally did that? Huh? I did it, yeah. And it really surprised me with the result... Because it's definitely not an album that I'm picking in my best of at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, so I guess I'll a, um, guess which album I'm talking about. <laughs> it's something we've discussed a on the podcast. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It, I know. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah. So since we're talking about it, can we just bring this up in the conversation now and get over Now with? and get it over with? Is, is it is it really? Would you? Four letter band name? Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah would Folgette anyone a band name? consider it a top album of the year Uh, I I hope not except if they're mainstream press yeah and I saw it and I think I linked (laughs) you to it and I was like man this this is why like now uh, what I was talking about earlier right how I'm able to distinguish Yeah. because I saw a lot of lists and I have very like purposely not looked at them Mm -hmm. because I didn't want my judgment to get like you know swayed Mm -hmm. in a way but when you see a band like that on <laughs> the number one list and considering we dedicated an art to it. Exactly,
0: yeah. Ah. So yes, we are talking about Tool. Yeah. We are talking
1: about Fear Inoculum. Um, I've listened to
0: it a lot and clearly I have data to prove that it's one of my most heard albums. But to me, I think that would be the dud of the year. Yeah. Uh, most disappointing mind. release of 2019 is Tool's Fear Oculum. Close contender Baroness is Golden Grey. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Third contender, (laughs) for me, Dave Ellison's solo project because it sounds absolutely unlike Dave
1: Ellison. Okay. Like, Baroness was disappointing and I think the only reason it was disappointing for me is because I had high high expectations, right? Uh, No, that's the same reason why we were disappointed
0: in Tool. We had really high expectations. And I think both of us bought into the hype of it. And because it was such such a momentous, gargantuan occasion and then... Again, go back to our Music on the Mind episode in which we dissect that album and try and come out with a clear judgment on why we didn't like it. And that's not to say it's a bad piece of music. It's just when you put it in the context of being a tool album. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right.
1: Let, let's get this cracking, man. Go
0: Good. <laughs> we got the elephant out of the yeah, room. Yeah, done. Right? All right. So 38 releases Uh, for me personally. Um approximately how many for you? Dude, I had like around 30. 40? 30? 30, yeah, yeah, 40. yeah. And that okay. was the thing.
1: Like, so there were like some albums which again, because we've interviewed the artist, I've been keep listening to it and also I kind of like, okay, but did I really enjoy Really it enjoyed, it exactly, yeah. So yeah. that's how I those kind of were, yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. But some of them like, okay let's 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 this just start way. this yeah, off yeah, okay yeah, l- uh, so
0: okay so what we're going to be doing is or the format of this particular episode will largely be we're doing a quick round of honorable mentions these are all the albums that we really enjoy listening to but somehow for this somehow for whatever reason haven't made our top five top five and then of course we'll start our top five and this time we both are doing rank lists so yeah let's see where that leads us to um honorable mentions so why don't you okay, i'm gonna it start
1: off. off alphabetic order because that was okay, the only that, yeah, way yeah that's fine. I, I could do that okay cool start so of all alphabets i start off with k and this band should come as no surprise the kriptos afterburner it was really hard like i'm sure it'll make it in my top 10 but i was doing top five this time but okay what a what an album i mean we've talked a lot about this release it was great talking to nolan also and kind of seeing where they came from uh, on this album but purely just looking from <laughs> the listens and how much i enjoyed the album yeah man definitely an honorable mention
0: all right continue uh What's
1: lord, next? lord 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 okay Islands. fallen idols again excellent, an album yeah. i really enjoyed excellent uh, one thing i why it's come in the honorable mentions is man you had no idea what was the next song, right? And that of course, kept yeah. you it was guessing. Yeah. That was, uh, th- yeah. It was so well produced, so good. Yeah, man, had to be there. Uh, next one, coming to M, which I think maybe because they released it in December is kind of in the honorable mentions. Uh, I've just listed it and put this Stoner Goodness from Singapore. Uh, oh, Marichana, the Marishana album. Yeah. I really enjoyed Much better
0: them. album than the first
1: one. And it's a definitely. huge leap. Like you knew it. It is from a huge leap. E- yeah, you yeah, heard it yeah. from the singles itself. But like when I yeah. heard the album, I was like, oh man, if they only released it like slightly, it would have been way higher on a lot of, on people's, a lot of people's lists. lists. And I I'm pretty sure they, agree, they yeah. missed out on most yeah. of the mainstream ones. But yeah, man, had to give a shout out to these guys. Um, Noisim, ceased to Exist. Again, a comeback album of sorts, an album I was really looking forward to last year and boy, I mean, Thrash, Grind, they got like everything in there, Furious okay, had to be there. Um, coming on to P and uh, shout out to Pacifist, Grayscale Dreams, this purely made it in the honorable mentions because it was in an EP and... I'm really looking forward to where they take this sound now on a full length and how they're going to. They've got sustain. a new
0: EP coming out with two songs. Oh wow! I okay. know that they've recorded it. I know that. Uh, I know. It, I think it's in the. It's almost ready to be released. You Should be expecting that soon.
1: Yeah. So yeah, Pacifist definitely made a mark uh, for me and uh, kind of rounding up. But this, if I had to like put it rank, would be definitely high is uh, the debut release from Viltima's Something Wicked marches in. Man, David yeah. Vincent, you haven't heard him in this kind of crushing death metal thing which you kind of knew him of, kind of morbid angel. I actually thought that would make it to your top five. Yeah, it was very hard. This is the thing with this, <laughs> right? Is that I've, I've heard, heard a lot
0: of praise about it. In fact, I think um, uh, Banger TV Sam Dunn, he had it as his album of the year.
1: What a brilliant release and even like you keep David Winton aside I haven't heard flow like this from Cryptopsy in ages man I mean like wow what an album and this is the thing right no hype nothing else no yeah, major yeah, push it was, yeah just and this and is and it's
0: surprising that a lot of people haven't haven't woken
1: up to it yet yeah, or I mean at least I if they have then I it's I not I reflected added, in the list in my music on my mind release so if you haven't checked out just to wrap up Cryptos, Afterburner, Lord Fallen Idols, Marijana, Istana, uh, noisome Cease to Exist, Pacifist Grayscale Games, and Wiltemar Something Wicked Marches in. So yeah, these were the honorable mentions for me. Trust me, it was very hard to, like, they almost were there, but yeah, after I kind of went through everything and then I revisited the list, I knew my top five were there. So Okay.
0: Yeah. I didn't do an honorable mentions thing like I didn't prepare for it so I'm just going to read through my list of 38 and uh, point out the ones that I really feel should have been in my top 5 but because you're limiting them to (laughs)
1: 5 I just can't
0: include (laughs) Um, most of them you and I have talked about because I've listed them in my uh, earlier picks for music on my mind sure Um, starting off with Big Brave a Gaze among them this was the the stoner uh, yeah stoner weird I don't know what to yeah. call it. It was, it was just excellent music. Um, I really enjoyed Gatekeeper's Deserted. Oh, yeah. Her was fantastic. That know. It, it and this year has been a really good year for death metal, right? Yeah. So yeah. there's Gatekeeper, there was Two Molds, Planetary, Clairvoyance, which was excellent. Um, Devin Townsend, fuck, Empath. Uh, I don't, right? like, see, that's the thing, like, right? <laughs> like, I would have loved to put it in my top five and it would have made it, but yeah <laughs> I just I d- space I, d- I, d- I think I didn't end up spending a lot of time with it because it was so much of a uh, effort to listen to yeah. uh, waste of space orchestra synthiosis I'm surprised I, I don't know this may come up in your top five but uh, spirit adrift didn't make it to my top five not saying anything yeah <laughs> I think that should be an enough <laughs> Exactly. <indication>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay cool so so we, we'll talk about it later of course Um black metal from falls falls released an excellent album called uh-huh. Portent. torches admission which was oh, yeah. by far torches admission and and conjurer and Pinch, pins pins oh, uh, curse these metal hands those are the albums that that, that baroness should have made yeah. but they didn't uh ghost released such a fantastic valediction yeah i heard it again recently just to like you know remind myself of how this album was and I can't believe that a synthway project would sound more metal than most metal projects <laughs> do. Astrosco- uh, Astrosaur had Obscuroscope, Capillar Ardientes, the Siege, Despise icons Purgatory, which of course yeah. is Deathcore. core. <laughs> <laughs> Fanges, Punir, is the Body Cosmic, Haunts if a could fly. I could just yeah, I'm just yeah. listing down almost each and everything. Uh, officium Triste, fantastic yeah. release on transcending obscurity released last month only yeah. or this month actually in yeah. december itself uh the death of gaia what a beautiful <laughs> album that was and, and that, again it k- just came out too late
1: these guys have been around for like two decades yeah but what was your highlight of that album if i can only take a second out of it um uh, it has to be that entire sound man i i don't
0: Wow, that orchestral piece beautiful. was yeah was 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 awesome. Um, I'll give a shout out to sitar metal too. I mean, yeah, it's been done before, but not realized to this potential yeah. that it has. And this is an album that I wasn't very happy mm-hmm. with, or which which I passed off as a gimmick at the very first listen. But then luckily got around to hearing a lot yeah. more. And then we just had that fantastic chat with Rishabh. Yeah, I don't know how many of. Of oh, dude, a lot, a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a lot, th- that's a problem, right? And like yeah, and there's just so much music that that was really good music. So see,
1: the thing <laughs> with us doing music on our mind and the whole discovery process and stuff is, we've been passing on a lot of a like lot of notes, yeah, n- and a lot things of like notes, that. A so of it's very hard, and I'm actually quite keen to see how much of our top <laughs> five are alike <laughs> i think last year we had far more than we ex- expected right <laughs> in terms of alikeness,
0: yeah. no last year we didn't have any album uh that was mutually as part of our top five we did no wow, we didn't okay. but the uh, it ended up it ended up being both albums that we both had on our top 10s, or our top 15s that ended up being part Ah, of our top fives. Yeah. And uh, at the end of it, there was just mutual respect about each pick. It wasn't, uh, I don't think there was a big debate about, holy shit, how did this album come on to your top (laughs) five or anything of that sort? (laughs) All right. Chalo. A lot of time has been spent just building up to the five. So, Let's just let's, let's get let's get, just with get this down. P- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let, let's just get down with this. Starting off at number five. Go on. I go start. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. At number five for me is Blood Incantations: Hidden History of the Human Race. Is it on your list?
1: No. <laughs> no. It
0: didn't even make your honourable mentions. Yeah, <laughs> because I just didn't get enough time to spend with it, man. That, and that's that's okay. the thing. Cool, I'll buy that. If you haven't spent enough time with it, I think you should. Um, it's released on Dark Descent Records. I generally thought you would have yeah. spent a lot more time with it because I was excited to discuss this with you. Um, it's one of the most hyped albums of this year. And... That artwork, man. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the artwork. Talk about. Yeah, the artwork. But more than this, the artwork. I think is the sound that really got people talking. I would say believe in the hype because this is this album to me is an organic evolution of death metal. It doesn't feel contrived in that sense. It's not innovation or gimmicky for the sake of being innovative or gimmicky. It's a death metal album that is enjoyed as an album and how rare for a death metal album to be enjoyed as an album these days. And I think that's purely because it paces itself so well. It allows you to breathe. It allows you to savor what you've just experienced. There are passages where essentially it lets you, you know, reflect back on what you've heard, which which I thought was excellent. It's been designed as an album. I don't think it's been designed as five separate songs or six separate songs strung together as an album. It doesn't meander. It doesn't let it doesn't get you distracted. And of course that eighteen minute long song which closes the album, I think it gives Nile a run for its money with its song title. <laughs> I was I, I didn't know I didn't realise it at that time when I first heard it, but upon revisiting it, the song title is Awakening from the Dream of Existence to the Multidimensional Nature of a Reality. <laughs> it's eighteen minutes long and you don't realise it. And that's what I really enjoyed about this. I don't know where that time I spent with the album went away because it truly felt like a complete trip. It celebrates everything that death metal is known for and then it goes on and adds that special touch to it. I truly think a signature sound has been born and I think it's one sound that I dare say won't be topped even by the band itself.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot and I think, I think if I'm not mistaken, I heard a couple of singles but i completely see where you're coming from because that's this is a band i've I've heard their previous album they're doing something with death metal which is very unique like they're taking it's very unique yeah so i think i'll keep it at that but i'm definitely gonna revisit check it out it should
0: be like if it's not made your your list then it definitely make your albums that you missed out on on 2019
1: i'm I'm, i believe you (laughs) trust me lovely just for the so What's your number five? This shouldn't come as a surprise to you. And uh, metal, not metal, whatever you want to call it or not, uh, Cloud Kicker Unending. And, you know, the reason it's made my top five is, man, I'm at this time, after listening to Cloud Kicker for almost, what, eight years or so? Yeah, it has been that long. continues to amaze me, man. With the kind of soundscape, the kind of moves he makes or kind of things he decides to do on the album um, I still haven't got tired of listening to this album like I still sometimes just go pick it up whether it's on my phone the okay. 3s because I actually bought the album because I was like full support man this guy what he does um, and the thing about I really enjoy about this album is each time I listen to it there'll be a part where I was like wait I didn't I don't remember hearing this the last time uh, wow did he do that now and then also, because I've been listening to the band for a while, or listening to Ben for a while, you kind of make relations to his earlier music his earlier also. music, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I remember, this sounds familiar, but he's done it in a completely different way. So I'd love
0: to see what happened on this album as a live thing. Maybe Intronaut can be the backing band again. <laughs> uh, because that, that live with Intronaut set, uh, that kind of marked the end of mm-hmm. one era of Cloud Kicker. And now with this album, he started the next era of sorts. and excellent music all right all right onto that number number four (laughs) let's bring on number four number four for me all spiritual instinct and i get where you're coming from on this wait is it part of your list at all no okay so this one would be my cloud kicker pick like would be similar to your cloud kicker pick and that's because i'll tell you this is how i thought of it when and why do you become a fan of a band
1: Uh, because primarily I guess when you hear something that you are familiar with a familiar sound but done in a completely new way so like for example with Alsace I can see it because they they have a sound which you'll hear no matter what like whether it's a riff or an ambient part you know it's Alsace but the moment you hear it done something different, you're like, wait, what did they do? And that's kind of like I see where you're coming from. So, okay, yeah, it, it's, it's essentially Kicker, that, right?
0: right? Yeah, it's it's basically, uh, you become a fan of their sound and then you become a super fan when the band doesn't let you down. Yeah. Right? Uh, Cloud Kicker does that. All says that for me. In a year when a lot of the bands that I've been a super fan of or I am a super fan of a year when a lot of those bands have let me down and we kicked it we kicked off the episode by talking about one of them all there's one band that didn't yeah no. Naysayers will opine that this album doesn't add anything new to their sound and i'll tell them to politely fuck off it's it's the same reason why cloud kicker is on your list i think i don't but know no, completely and I, right? I think
1: i know exactly where you're going with it yeah
0: it's uh yeah spiritual instinct that's the album's name it came out on Nuclear Blast. It's actually one of the few albums that lives up to the cliche of my current album is heavier than my uh, (laughs) all previous existing albums and it is it's a it's meatier, it's heavier, and it once again manages to let you drown out whatever's happening around you. And that's exactly the reason why I've spent so much time with it (laughs) and why Olsest is
1: there as my number four. So Kinda crazy transition into my number four is because in a strange way this is what this band does for me too. Um, I've titled him the Swedish Death Metal Machine. If you're any if you're surprised who I'm talking about, it's Roga Johansson. This okay. guy spent twenty-five years with just his band Paganizer. Uh-huh. And the release is Paganizers. Tower of the Morbid which came around transcending obscurity now the thing is this guy's been doing if you look him up he probably this year alone has put 10 albums out with his Mm. different projects and stuff like that but what's cool about Paganizer it's his longest standing band and with each release he keeps topping it up like with the last one Land of the Weeping Soul I was like okay wow this is the sound and he's kind of taken that trademark you know hm2 death metal but just keep stopping it more and more i've put it as you know absolutely crushing death metal uh for some reason death metal features a lot on my list you've Uh seen in the longer list also but yeah man this this is something about that again familiar you know i've heard so much of swedish death metal and just with that sound this guy keeps I don't know how he does it and that's what the thing about you know Paganizer I kept listening to the album when I first got it and I was like oh yeah by the fifth listen I've kind of got it but I was listening it to the last couple of days and I was like no man I still enjoy this (laughs) and that's how I really have seen the list or primarily where my list is is that you'd have a familiar sound or there's been an album I've heard so much but then By the end of the year, after so many times listening to it, it still sounds that fresh. Fresh, It still gives you that kick, literally, to put it in no other way, that you're like, yeah, man. That feeling that, you know, this is metal. That kind of is. And that's what Paganizer does for me, man. It kind of optimizes what 2019 metal or death metal should sound like. And I'm pretty sure that's the same thing with blood incantation also, right? It's doing something it's taking that sound which you think and I'm coming back to what a lot of people say that oh metal has kind of done it. Listen I do so. list. yeah, you listen man. to all the bands on our list This, these are bands that are really pushing the envelope when yeah. it comes to what the metal sound is I want to hear what your number 3 is man
0: before I get on to my number 3 Paganizer is one thing that I've completely slept on I haven't I haven't even given it a first oh, uh, listen okay. yet so yeah now I have to yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my number three, my number three is something that I've talked about on music on our mind previously. it's the album's name is the Palms of Soroed Kings. It's a release by 20 it's a release on 20 bucks spin by a band known as Oppsy QI. Yeah. Mm. I previously mentioned it at that time. I didn't know how to pronounce the band name, but now I've researched <laughs> and Q.I. yeah that's that's how you pronounce that. Allow me to digre- digress here a little bit. I have a little bit of a theory. Um, the third album right is a special one for a band because it generally tends to sober up a band's signature sound okay um on the first album it's your it's essentially it's your first attempt at letting the world know what your sound is and it'll be a crazy sound at that the second one generally you either try to beef up or evolve that sound or you try and go a completely different way but by the time you hit album number three you know the reason why your band appeals and you know a reason why the band should exist,
1: in my opinion. And you spent, I think, way enough looking at it, and you can correct me, you spend that much time in the studio and you've also and you played exactly, that much that live, live right?
0: etc. So by, th- by, by the third album, you know what your band is capable of and you want to just keep sharpening that vision, yeah. right? I didn't know that uh, this album was Op third. For me, okay. it was their first. Wikipedia describes their music as a mishmash of medieval and melodic black metal with additional influences from doom metal and death metal. Okay, now, it sounds like a khichdi. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think that's the the best way to summarize it. It is a khichdi. Okay. But I'd like to use that descriptor the way the majority of us would use it, which is to describe something that's easy to digest Super tasty, completely wholesome, healthy, and the ultimate comfort food. I genuinely can't believe that this album was repeated so much by me because it doesn't really sound like an album that I would really enjoy, but it ended up being one of them. And I think that's because this is a band now that has made a signature sound their own and are so, um, the focus is razor sharp. And that comp- that entire conviction that they have in what they should sound like and what their music should be is what they've managed to translate so beautifully onto this album. I
1: think the mistake I made with this album is I only heard the single and I didn't kind of venture f- more.
0: Yeah, because and that's and the thing. The single, that's a problem. Exactly, yeah.
1: You need, this is an album, you need to like go completely into it not just hear one song and yeah then
0: yeah it's not something that you can yeah that you can pass off on one listen okay now yeah. it's
1: it's strange how this is progressing because i'm just going to build on what you said uh which is going to come to my third pick but i'm gonna my theory goes a little further than the third album okay because when i talked last year about albums i was looking forward to uh I mentioned a band called Periphery and their third album where I was like, I have no idea how these guys are going to top it, right? Uh. And this was the album I was looking forward to. And for those of you who heard me gush over their album, uh, Hail Stan, the fourth album on music on my mind, I'm going to hear it a little more because I was like, dude, how? How do these guys do it? My theory is on this is… It now this is their first independent release. Yeah. So they have no label, no timelines, nothing. This is they're doing it on their own. And this time they were like, let's really experiment. Let's like forget what strong structure is. Because I don't think any band I've heard, again, par your major progressive bands, brought their first song as an 18-minute track. The first track of the 18-minute track, Reptile. And for me, that was a very ballsy statement. You know, of course, when you talk about periphery, you cannot not say the gent word and things yeah. like that. But these guys have come far more. Like, again, a band I've been following for a while. So you've really seen their sound evolve into what I would say now is truly progressive. Correct. Uh, I, it I, d-
0: yeah, I it's it's Yeah, uh, it's almost like what... Or how uh Pig Destroyer is to Grindcore. They've yeah, yeah, yeah. they've gone beyond Grindcore. And yeah. and, and I and would agree, Periphery with Hailstan have gone beyond gent.
1: Yeah, this is way beyond because like and and for me this is I would love to see this band be like a gateway band for a lot of other people to get into metal because this is when you listen to like a few of the songs you wouldn't categorize them as metal metal. You can sing along to it. There are heavy parts and things like that. And for me, that's what's exciting, right? Is after so many years also of listening to metal, I can still listen to it, this album and be like, wow. Again, a band, It's when I w- was looking at my stats, I was like, wait, I listened to this album so much, I had no idea. But that's what I really enjoyed about the album. And I even bought the CD because I was like, yeah, man, this is something I need to have as part of my collection. So... That's much. That's how much I liked this album. Lovely. Let's let's get into number two <sighs> because this <sighs> is where twos. it gets really hot.
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chalo, I'll go first. I haven't mentioned this on Music on Our Mind, so it's a new pick. Uh, the band's name is Nun. The album's okay. name is Damp Chill of Life. All right. It's a release on Hypnotic Dirge Records. Okay. It's been introduced to me fairly recently, and I'm surprised that in within these two. Within the last two months, I've managed to make it number two on my top five list. And I think that's b- I think that's because of the times that we're in. 2019, to no one's surprise, has been a very tough year, especially with what's going on around us. You can't deny that. You can't deny that at all. Um, there's a sense of hopelessness with the world. There's a sense of disillusionment that everyone has. And if that's the sentiment that defines 2019 for you, as it has for a lot of us, including me, then nun's damn chill of life makes the perfect soundtrack to the times we live in because it generally is the bleakest, coldest album of the year. It's, okay. they say Misery Loves Company, right? You've heard that? Yeah. Uh, I, th- I thought Angry Metal Guy kind of encapsulated it best. He... Uh, by saying, this thing doesn't merely sound like misery, it sounds like fucking freezing to death. <laughs> okay. This album genuinely is something that I'm scared to listen to over and over again because it makes me shrivel up in a corner and wish I didn't exist in the world. It's obviously DSBM. Yeah. Um, it's If you're a fan of D- of DSBM, you'll love it. Um, if you're not a fan of music that actually helps you emote or just switches on emotions you mm. won't enjoy it because this thing will do things to you Right. and for that reason alone uh, because I think this may be the I think a lot of my top 5 releases essentially made me emote and this one just does
1: it to the degree where I'm mm. like fuck this world Okay. I've had enough of it. So I'm, I'm going to hold my <laughs> thoughts on that because uh, it shouldn't come as a surprise. There's <laughs> a reason why <laughs> album number one is album number one. But for very just to give you a slight preview, it's for the very same reasons. Uh, mm. But yeah, man, that sounds like an album I'd like to listen, but so, so for the very the thing, same right, reasons. Y- while, right?
0: you, while you have death metal that lets you be angry, there's yeah. just times when you've had enough of the anger and you just lost in a sense of why does it matter even more and I wish everything would just like nothing seems to resolve the way it needs to resolve and basically you've had all your anger seep out this is the album that that helps me do that all right yeah
1: okay depressive stuff (laughs) back on to death metal for me and the only way I'm going to (laughs) introduce this album is this is fucking Nile. This man. is fucking Nile. I, I, I don't think this is. I can I could have introduced
0: it any better than the way Carl it should have done. been on my honorable <laughs> list or or even my long list. And I think it was the only reason I didn't include it because we've talked about it so much.
1: But yeah, what a fucking masterpiece of an album! So, like, if I said everything I said about Paganizer yeah. that I did, dude, Nile just topped that, and there's only a reason why it's ahead of Paganizer, man. I still remember getting the promo listening to it I think we no I heard the streaming tracks first and I was like what are these guys
0: on yeah man? I remember that very first we got the album earlier because yeah. of the interview that we did with Carl Sanders and yes this is a cheap plug but please yeah, go, go back it. and listen to it because it's a fantastic interview um, but man I still can't believe how angular and sharp
1: and focused this this like music was. Hey, from the first track itself, Shadow of Dread, man, you know this is like, and this is the thing I keep coming back to, and sorry I'm repeating it, but Nile has that sound, which is only Nile. But then when you hear this song, you're like, oh boy, what are these guys on? And to think that this album has come in, like we talked earlier about, you know, album three, album four, Dude, this is like album eight, right? Exactly. Yeah. And these guys still have it. One thing. I think they
0: res- rediscovered it.
1: Yeah, I think it, it's it's like it's re- they're like it's a, a rebirthed. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's 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 it is that. It's not a. Uh,
1: what's cool about this album is if I give this to somebody saying who's never heard Nile before, I give them this album and say, "Hey, check out this band called Nile." they're going to enjoy it as much as somebody who's been listening to, for to Nile for a really long time. Yeah. So that's why this is definitely high up on my pick. N- Nile, while Nilotic writes, man, this is like why I feel doing a top five is so hard. But man, yeah. I keep saying death metal was killing it this year. Every genre in or subgenre of metal has been killing it. But come on. Uh, oh, are we going to do this together? Let's uh, say it together. Let's
0: say it, let's say it out loud. Yeah. Okay. On the count of three then, okay? Yeah. But wait, before that, do you want to just summarize your
1: number five to number two? Okay, let's. L- yeah. I'll, I'll do mine first, then yeah, you can do yeah. Number five was Cloud Kicker Unending. Number four, Paganizer Tower of the Morbid. Number three, Periphery. four, Hail Stan. Two is Nile, While Nilotic Rites. Okay,
0: number 5 blood incantation hidden history of the human race Alcest at number 4 with spiritual instinct at number 3 you have op QI with the palms of sorrowed kings and at number 2 was none with damn chill of life <laughs>
1: three.
0: <laughs> 3 2, <laughs> two 1, one cryptos afterburner
1: oh <laughs> man that I didn't see coming <laughs> how could you not see it coming how could you not see it you didn't even react coming? when I did
0: the that, and which is why I asked you to continue with your picks <laughs> because I was like, oh my god, how am I going to bring it up again? But okay, okay wait, let's do rock
1: paper scissors. Who's going first? Okay, <laughs> fine. Rock, <laughs> rock paper scissors. Ah, Damn it! Rock, we both pick paper. paper uh, we both pick scissors. Rock, rock, rock paper scissors. Uh, fuck ah, we Both ah, pick paper. Ah,
0: rock, rock paper scissors. Ah,
1: okay. Uh, Peter, you're up first. So everything you said <laughs> about the <laughs> Nun album, right? Yeah. That's how I feel about Spirit of Drift and that's why I didn't want to talk more about it. But man, personally, 2019 has been such a year for me. And I think that's probably a reflection of why Spirit of Drift divided by Darkness is my number one pick. I mean, keeping emotions aside, the album has the fine line between heavy metal and doom metal. So it's going to appeal to both.
0: It's a fantastic release. Yeah, dude. There's no two ways of looking
1: at it. And what a year for the guys because you mentioned Gatekeeper, right? They share members with Gatekeeper, and that what a year it's been with you. Have both albums come out, uh, topping lists all over for sure. But coming back to the emotions part, man. One thing I like about this album is while it really made me reflect, and at some points you're like really low, but it has that part where you know. Like listening to a song like "Born in Fire" and stuff like that, yeah. it gives you that hope. That there yeah, is that, it you does. know, as yeah. cliche it will be, the ray of light at the end of the tunnel. It gave me that, and that's why I kept going back to the album. Where yeah, and sometimes I just kept playing songs on loop because I was like, yeah, this is how I feel. And you know, again, I shouldn't be surprised. I mean, it shouldn't come as a surprise that a non-death metal album kind of made it because, hey, you can sing along to this track, right? <laughs> and you kind of feel it. And, you know, we talked about uh, favorite bands and singing along in the last episode, yeah. but that's exactly how I felt. Like, this, if, if I was much younger, I'd be, like, rocking out in front of the uh, mirror with this, like, yeah, singing by it. But, dude, I, I think you put it well, but trust me, like, looking around, and, again, this is partly as a parent also, when I look at the state of the world around us, and it's not just India, it's every around man. the world, yeah. It's all around the world. It just makes me realize that what kind of life my son is going to lead, what kind of world is he coming into. So this past year has been a lot of me reflecting on that. Probably my picks kind of uh, reflect that also. But yeah, man. Like, I just feel that, you know, 2019, if it's been this, Oh man, 2020 is gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going? This Where are we going? <laughs> I think
0: I think both of us ended up picking our top our top album as in the number one because it's a product of the times we live in. And Kryptos is afterburner, weirdly enough, and you'll hear my reasoning for it now and you'll not be surprised at all. Of course, if you've been a regular listener to this podcast, then it shouldn't surprise you yeah. one bit because i've kept gushing about afterburner at every mention of the band's name at every opportunity that presents itself
1: i still remember every sitting in your car listening to the single right? remember? <laughs> red dawn yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I, I'm, I'm i'm thanking you for it because if it wasn't like after that interview with it with nolan um, the very first one it wasn't even an interview when he joined us for uh, Verses, our very yeah. first Verses. after that that night oh my god right yeah um so here's here's i'm going to here's how i'm going how, how to help you understand why why this one was number 1 i'm assuming you have watched ratatouille yeah 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 you watched ratatouille of course you remember that scene at the very end when uh, the critic anton ego he has a bite of the ratatouille and it transports him back to his childhood memory yeah, yeah. and then he comes back out and in his review right after that he writes or he begins the review whereby saying in many ways the work of a critic is easy and that's not to say that we are critics but because we do act like ones at some level that's why I chose to lead with this line in many ways the work of a critic is easy we risk very little yet enjoy a position over those who offer up their work and their selves to our judgment we thrive on negative criticism which is fun to read and to write but the bitter truth we critics must face is that in the grand scheme of things, the average piece of junk is probably more meaningful than our criticism designating it so. Now, why I'm reading that out is because most people that have heard Cryptos' Burner agree that it's very good music, but most people will not put it on their list because it doesn't It's not maybe superlative enough, right? To that, again, I give them a big fuck you. (laughs) My reaction to Afterburner, actually, the very first track I heard, which was Red Dawn, uh, and that's Thanks to You, was similar to Anton Ego's in that scene when he tastes Ratatouille at the final stage. It took me back to a time when I was discovering metal or discovering the world that was heavy metal. It took me back to when everything was new to me. It took me back to a time when I didn't understand why I enjoyed this music, right? It took me back to a time when Iron Maiden, Metallica, Judas Priest were new things to me. They were all these, and I understood that they were legends. And I was branding their logos onto my heart, scribbling them down on walls, doodling them into diaries, scratching them onto desks. I don't really know why it's a great album. Okay, because
1: there is no formula to a great a album. lot,
0: a lot of similar sounding N W O B H M albums have released this year. Riot City was something that that made both of us like yeah. appreciate it. Smolder, um, Magic. I don't know. There's so many that that do the same sound so many trad metal albums that have been released this year and I think old school metal is something that's seeing a resurgence of sorts but Kryptos managed to produce an album that takes everything that I love about heavy metal and present it to me like I've never heard it before I generally think this album is a love letter to heavy metal and dare I say a love letter to anyone who's ever held their horns up and I think after hearing your pick for number one and listening just the kind of talk we've been having this entire time. I think why Cryptos is afterburner is number one for me is because it takes me back to a time when just life was simpler.
1: Yeah. I I think I don't want to like take away from anything you've said because you've put it right there and like this, it brings me happiness. Yeah. I mean, that's why it was in my <laughs> long list. And I'm telling you, all those other albums that were there, it was like a, by a hairline kind of Exactly. there.
0: Exactly. That, that isn't to say that none of the other albums brought me happiness, but this one just helps me relive that happiness yeah. whenever I push play.
1: Now, you know what's, cu- what's a curious case? Is that we have in our long list at least a lot of similar <laughs> albums. But it's been a fun exercise. I'm glad... Uh, that that's the thing. I mean, <sighs> I'm glad you put it that we're not like critiques because, for me, I don't listen to metal because I want to criticize it or I have to look at it objective. A yeah, lot because of because
0: it's because we genuinely enjoy yeah. heavy metal and it brings yeah. us something that no other music.
1: And that's why that reflects delivers, in our top five. That reflects
0: five. in our talks. That reflects in our top five. That reflects Justin horns up. Yeah.
1: So. Wow. Now I'm very curious to know what everyone else has on their list because I'm now going to finally go and <laughs> read other people's top 10s because...
0: I generally don't think you will find a list as diverse no. of top 10 albums as
1: ours. I mean, it's, uh. it's, it's our take, man. It's our take. I don't think anyone else... I'll be very shocked to know if mm. even our top 5s match with anyone, Anyone's, yeah. Which is v- going to be very rare. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Glad... Uh can't believe it's been a year of doing this, but it's been a great exercise. Uh, I'm really excited for the next few episodes because uh, this time we're doing it a little different compared to last year.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. last year we, we, we wrapped up our, la- our picks of the year with a pick of live best shows, etc. Sorry, pick of live shows, etc. that we've really enjoyed ourselves at. This year we're going to try and do that a bit differently. Uh, you'll have to wait till next week to find out what we're doing of course peter will curate the playlist playlist etc so that you can enjoy the albums that we've really enjoyed and Um, uh, hit us up
1: with what you what made your top five or top 10 if you manage to do that man it (laughs) will be very tough (laughs) it'll be
0: very tough yeah yeah we are uh, at hornsupport.com that's one place where you can contact us individually or contact us as just one podcast I'm not going to give out Twitter IDs, etc., because now I think we should just focus on hornsupport.com. Yep. Yeah. We have a website. We have a website. <laughs>
1: Alright. Until right. next time, guys.
0: Until next time. Stay oh. safe. Stay strong. Stay Cheers. On up. Ons up.